Hello and welcome to Truth Talk with Tiff. I am your host Tiffany and I want to thank you for tuning in to this special bonus episode of Truth Talk. If you haven't had a chance to listen to my premiere episodes, please feel free to check them out after this. Well y'all, we've made it to February, but that means something very special. It's the beginning of Black History Month. Personally, I celebrate Black History 365 days a year because I don't feel as though our history should be just limited to... I'm per... I'm trying to... Um, baby, is this real quick? I just got a question. Where do you keep your margarine at? I just... I can't find out was so... Okay, Aunt Pearl, um, I keep my margarine in the second drawer at the bottom of the refrigerator, okay? I am in the middle of something. Can you... All right, baby, I'm sorry to interrupt. You go ahead back to talk to yourself, okay? I'll be alright. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I'm so sorry, guys. Yes, Aunt Pearl is here with me. She's staying with me for a little bit. Um, Definitely keep me lifted, but that's a long story. Anyway, back to what I was saying. I don't believe you can fit the greatness of our history into just 29 days or 28 days on a, if it's a leap year, but I do thank God that we have this month to bring awareness of our history to others. You know, because a lot of them don't think about it the other 335 or 336 days out of the year. This month of February is a time we reflect on the past and hope for the future. It's a time to remember those who have fought to get us where we are today. Growing up, I attended quite a few predominantly white schools, and being the only black girl on many occasions in my classes, I wasn't too proud of my blackness. Embracing it meant I wouldn't fit in. From the fullness of my lips, to my kinky hair, to the melanin of my skin, it seemed like all of my features separated me from the rest of my peers, and I resented that in a way. There was this one time in particular, one of my classmates had a pool party and it was such a big deal and I was so excited to go to it. My mom always kept me grounded and she reeled me in and said, Tiffany, look, do not take off the swim cap. You do not have hair like they have. You need to keep that swim cap on your head and do not go underwater because the swim cap is not going to keep all the water out of your hair. So I suggest you keep the swim cap on and stay above the water. So with that instruction, she drove me onto the party, walked me in, and then she left. So I walked up to my friends and I was so excited. And they're just looking at me like I am just this alien that just had fallen from space. And I'm just standing there like, this is awkward. And they're just staring and then like the giggles start to bubble up and they're like, why do you have that on your hair? And I'm like, well, I have to keep it on so my hair doesn't get messed up. 
And they're like, oh, your hair is not going to get messed up. Your hair is going to be fine. Your hair is not going to get messed up. Our hair doesn't get messed up. And in the back of my mind, I'm hearing my mom say, girl, don't you take off that. Don't you take off that swim cap. But, you know, I'm around my peers and I want to fit in. So I snatched that thing right off. Forgot everything my mother had told me. So I went ahead and jumped in the water with my friends and had a good old time. But then here comes time to eat pizza. So we all get out of the pool, go over to the party room to eat pizza. And we're sitting there and of course my hair starts to dry. I had lost my little scrunchie I had my hair in somewhere or another. And my hair is just getting poofy and kinky and you know how it goes. So all my friends start to notice this and... They're like, oh my gosh, look at Tiffany's hair. Tiffany Tiffany looks like a troll. Look at her hair. Oh my gosh. And like, they're just like laughing and giggling. And I'm just like sitting there like, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. I could melt like ice cream right now. Why didn't I just listen to what my mom told me? Like I was flaming with embarrassment. That was one of my earliest experiences of coming face to face with my blackness and others not accepting me because of it. And when I say that, I mean, when I, (laughs) when I went to talk to some of the girls, they were just like staring at my hair. Like they couldn't even focus on what I was saying because they were just staring at my hair. And I'm just like, this is so awkward. And I just felt so out of place at that moment. Today, the rock cries out to us clearly, forcefully, come you may stand upon my back and face your distant destiny, but seek no haven in my shadow. I will give you no hiding place down here. You, created only a little lower than the angels, have crouched too long in the bruising darkness, have lain too long face down in ignorance, your mouths spilling words armed for slaughter. The rock cries out to us today, you may stand upon me, but do not hide your face. It wasn't until I was 16 that I embraced my natural hair. And the way that it happened is so peculiar. It's it's just funny to me. I was attending a predominantly white high school at the time and we had crazy hair day. So I decided I was gonna wear my hair out for crazy hair day. I equated my natural hair texture to crazy hair because of previous experiences. So I wore my hair out, was strutting through the halls. The teachers were like, oh my goodness, Tiffany, your hair is so beautiful. My peers were like, wow, Tiffany, your hair is so gorgeous. And I'm thinking, this is not what I was going for. I was going for shock value and this is not it. So I was so confused. I was just like, oh, okay. And I went through the day and I went into the bathroom at school and I just really looked at my hair and I said to myself, wow, Tiff, your hair really is beautiful. And from then on, I just embraced my natural hair. I've never looked back, never got a perm or nothing. I just love my hair in its natural state. So I've been natural for going on 10 years now and I love my hair and I realized that day your hair Tiffany does not have to be straight to be beautiful it's beautiful in its natural state
We, the successors of a country and a time where a skinny black girl descended from slaves and raised by a single mother can dream of becoming president only to find herself reciting for one. So when I was 19, I had this experience where this guy said to me, you're really beautiful for a black woman. Wow. And I was like, hold on. But the thing is, I was told this line several occasions before, but I didn't have this moment that I had when he said it to me. And I said, hold on, what did you say? And he said, you are really beautiful for a black woman. And he just thought he was just feeding me such a line. And I was just like, hold on, no, 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 no. So you're telling me that in spite of the fact that I'm black, I'm beautiful? So you think that's a compliment? That is not a compliment. I am proud to be a black woman and I am not just beautiful in spite of, I'm beautiful because I am. And he just kind of just dipped. (laughs) He didn't even say anything. He just kind of He left. But for me, I needed that moment because at that point, that's when I really realized that I fully had embraced who I was as a black woman and that it wasn't something to hide as if it's a dirty little secret, but to stand in that and be proud of who I am and where I've come from. I embrace my kinky texture. I embrace my melanin and I embrace my lips in my nose. I embrace all of the features that make me a black woman and I'm proud of it. All right, y'all, this episode has gone on a little longer than I had planned, but I have a short poem that I'm going to read for you that I've written and it's entitled My Melanin. My melanin has roots, power, and purpose. I honor the service of those who walked and fought for my rights. It's not to be hidden or disguised, but a history that is to be carried with dignity and pride. Yes, I'm happy with who I am. I can say out loud I'm proud of my brown skin, my melanin. It drips like gold with the stories of my ancestors of old. It's a treasure, it's a prize, reflected in my brown eyes. Black lives, yes, we do matter. It's not to exclude or allude to the fact that other lives don't. But the truth is, way too many of our lives have been lost unjustly. The impact of that is just a fact. History lives on in me. Yes, you see, they crawled so I could walk and I walk so our next generation of black men and women can run so that they can be free in the pride of what others before them have achieved and what they can one day be. My melanin reflects the courage, greatness, perseverance, hope, strife, pain, and even the struggle of my ancestors. Yes, because of them, I can be proud and embrace where I come from and who I am. I am a black woman that's proud of my melanin. I hope you enjoyed that poem written by yours truly and that you were able to get something out of it. Thank you for tuning into this special bonus episode of Truth Talk. I'll leave you with this small nugget of wisdom. During this month of black history, remember this. As we share our history, we honor the trailblazers of our history. And we acknowledge the past of our ancestors. So be bold in shining the light. It is imperative for the generations to come. In order to know where we are going, we have to acknowledge where we've come from. 
I am your host, Tiffany, and I'll catch you in the next episode of Truth Talk. Bye.